Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome back. This is episode number 218 of this here little podcast that we like to call Real Life Weight Loss. And I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. There are a ton of different podcasts out there and you're choosing to spend your time with me and to listen to this one. And I truly, truly appreciate that. Now I'd like to start with a little disclaimer. Okay. Are you ready? If you are tuning in, Maybe your first time or maybe not, but if you're tuning in and you just want to like lose some weight to look good for vacation or a wedding or a high school reunion or something like that, then this is not the episode for you. Honestly, this is probably not the podcast for you. On the other hand, if you're interested in not only a healthier and fit body, but also a better, more enjoyable life overall, then please keep listening. This is definitely the episode for you and it's I would argue definitely the podcast for you. I should probably do that disclaimer before like every episode. Today we're going to discuss body image, diets, diet culture, self-hate, self-care, the scales, the mirror, and a bunch of other stuff that's really so much more important than just losing weight. This could be like a pull back the curtain to see the Wizard of Oz kind of thing. So I think you're going to love it. Definitely stay tuned. But first, super quick, did you know that I'm giving away a bunch of stuff? I'm giving away five ridiculously awesome prizes, a goodie bag of Rise Nutrition products, free one-on-one coaching calls with yours truly, and a free membership to the Inner Circle Coaching Program, full access to my new, brand new, updated Live Life Lose Fat program, and also that grand prize winner will get a free goodie bag of Rise products. It's almost a $500 value. So, If you haven't already, if you like this podcast, oh my gosh, you're crazy not to enter. All you need to do is rate and review the podcast and then send an email to support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. If you've already rated and reviewed, then you can just share an episode on social media. You can share this episode or share your favorite episode and then follow it up with an email. Just let us know who you are. Like, hey, my name's John Smith and or Judy Smith or whatever and I shared on social or whatever. Here's my username. Okay, now let's move forward with today's episode. It was inspired by multiple people and multiple things that happened inside my coaching group. But to bring it all together, I'm going to read a post from someone, and we'll just kind of clump all these people and all these situations together, and we'll call them Lucy, okay? (laughs) So here's a post from Lucy. She said, feeling pretty good with where I'm at. I never realized until I started this program how warped my brain was around body image, diets, and self-love. I couldn't begin to heal something I didn't even realize was a problem. This is tough work, but I'm so happy I'm working on chiseling away at all the damage over the years and the world's view of all the different best diets that literally destroyed me and beat me down to self-hate and picking out everything wrong with myself. 
I find myself seeing everyone else's success in the moment on losing weight, and I find I have to bring myself back to the Corey side of things when I start to get caught up in others' mentality of diets, body image, food, what not to eat, etc., because that's what destroyed me. Corey has helped me to truly see I am worth so much more than a number. This takes time, and fixing things first on the inside is truly most important. There's something freeing about this knowledge. My goals for this week are to not let the bully in to freak me out, the bully in her brain, not let that in to freak me out about the holidays coming up. Also, the other thing I want to work on is not saying I'm going to be good today because I'm good regardless of what I eat. I want to say I'm going to eat two servings of vegetables today and two fruits because that will serve me well. Maybe it will even help me fight sickness and help my immune system. That just makes me feel better. Oh my goodness, like this is such a, in my opinion, such powerful words from Lucy. And there are a few things, there are like three or four things I want to pull out and then I'm going to wrap it all together and I'm even going to tell you about, I'm even going to tell you a story related to Jonah Hill, the actor. Um, So let's, let's jump in. The first thing that I want to point out is that awareness is everything. Oh my gosh, you've probably heard me say this on the podcast before, but awareness is so important. It is everything. And sadly, most of us don't even know that we're unaware. We don't even know we've been, as Lucy said, warped. She said, I never realized until I started this program how warped my brain was around body image, diets, and self-love. I couldn't begin to heal something I didn't realize was a problem. So many of us are chasing something we might not even really want. Social media, magazines, and advertisements trickle into our brain and shape how we view our bodies. And it can really warp our body image and wreck our self-love. But if we don't even know that it's happening, how are we supposed to do anything about it? This is an example I've used on the podcast multiple times. But if I have cancer right now, if I have cancer growing inside of my body, it's, it's a possibility. But if, if I do have that and I don't know, then I'm powerless. I can't seek treatment. I can't seek you know medical supervision, nothing. I'm powerless if I don't know about it. So now you know. <laughs> you know that there's a really good chance that your brain is being warped, that your viewpoints are being warped, your viewpoints on body image, diets, and self-love. Now you know, and at the end of this episode, I'll provide even more specific guidance to help increase your awareness around this. Next up, number two, man, self-hate, it sounds like such a strong phrase, but I'm afraid that it's much more common than we realize. Lucy said, I'm working on chiseling away at all the damage over the years and the world's view of all the best diets that literally destroyed me and beat me down to self-hate and picking out everything wrong with myself, just picking herself apart. Oh, guys, so many people are just chasing and forcing things, desperately clinging to tiny fragments of self-worth from how they look or how quote-unquote good they are on their diet while being so incredibly mean to themselves mentally. You may, right now, you may be like, yeah, yeah, what you just said, that's me. Picking myself apart, being incredibly mean to myself, trying to do good on my diet, that's it. But now some of you, you may think, well, I don't know, self-hate, eh, you you don't believe me. You think I'm exaggerating. Okay, try this on, okay? Let me know how that goes. 
take all your clothes off and go stand in front of a mirror and just look at yourself. And then just pay attention to what starts popping up in your head. Now, a lot of you will cringe at the thought of this. The thought of it might even make you want to jerk your car off the road into oncoming traffic. That's a surefire sign of some strong shame and self-hate. But if you can actually do this little exercise, I think it can be really eye-opening. And sadly, unfortunately, I predict you'll notice how your brain instantly starts picking out everything that is wrong, quote-unquote wrong with your body, and how you don't measure up, and how you're ugly, and how you're disgusting, and how fat your stomach is, and how all that cottage cheese on your thighs and hips, that horrible cellulite, how it just makes you look terrible. Self-hate may sound strong, but unfortunately it's real, and chances are it's strong inside of you when it comes to your body. Next up, number three. I think we need to watch our language. I try to watch my language on this podcast. I've never really been like a, a cursing type of guy. But anyways, that's not how you need to watch your language. Lucy sums this up so nicely. She says, the other thing I want to work on is not saying I'm going to be good today because I'm good regardless of what I eat. I want to say I'm going to eat two servings of vegetables today and two fruits because that will serve me well. Maybe it will even help me fight sickness and help my immune system. Our language is powerful, guys. Our language indicates often, whether we realize it or not, our mindset. I'm going to be good. I'm going to do good today. I'm staying on plan today. I'm not going to eat anything bad today. I'm off the wagon. So what's the common denominator with all of those statements? I am. They're identity statements. They're slyly tying your worth and your goodness and your identity to what you eat or don't eat. And they're further ingraining point, the, the previous point, which is that someone else's view of success shapes you. Someone else's view of success is what you should be striving for. Not only that, it's further ingraining and just solidifying three horrible beliefs. One, that there is good and bad food. Two, that you're either on or off, so there's no middle ground. And three, that you're all or nothing. That you can't find a middle ground. You have to be all in or you do nothing. These three things become lodged in our brain as beliefs. And once they get to that level, they're true. We just see them as true. And because they're true, that means I am good or bad. I am on or off. I am all or nothing. <laughs> This type of mindset and language and overall approach to losing weight destroys your ability to achieve a middle ground. And it erodes your peace and enjoyment of food and life. But when you intentionally shift your mindset and wording around your food choices, it is incredibly powerful. Choose your foods, the healthy, the indulgent, and everything in between. Because it's a conscious, intentional choice. Choose, actually choose. It's an intentional choice, not out of shame or guilt or trying to be good. No, no, no. It's your choice. When you do this, oh my, every choice can become like a celebration. Literally, every choice, regardless of what it is, because it's you. It's your conscious, intentional choice. And you're actually taking control of your life and your decisions instead of just living mindlessly and then hating the result of your life and your choices, but then wondering how you got here in the first place because you weren't paying attention to your choices along the way. Our wording and our mindset around food and decisions 
is very, very powerful. Next up, the last point, number four, we're stuck in and trying to achieve what others view as success with our body and food. Lucy said, I'm working on chiseling away at all the damage over the years and the world's view of all the different best diets that literally destroyed me and beat me down. I find myself seeing everyone else's success in the moment on losing weight. Think about that, guys. We look at other people and we go, oh my gosh, they've lost so much weight. Oh my gosh, they look so great. We have no idea if it will last, number one. Number two, even more importantly, we, we have no idea, like, are they even enjoying themselves? Are they miserable? Somebody can post a picture online and they can look amazing. And Oh my gosh, look at them. They're so wonderful and I'm so terrible. And they may be miserable. I hope not, but they may be. So Lucy says it. I find myself seeing everyone else's success in the moment on losing weight. And I start to get caught up in others' mentality of diets, body image, food, what not to eat, etc. And that's what destroyed me. Advertisements, magazines, and definitely social media are all constantly telling you something. They're saying, this is what fitness looks like. This is how you should eat. This is what a good diet looks like. This is what being in shape looks like. This is what a good workout should feel like. This is what you should weigh. This is how fast you should lose weight. This is what you should look like if you want to be sexy or if you want to be in great shape. This is what you should weigh, and this is what you should look like. Whether you realize it or not, you are inundated, absolutely just bombarded with these types of messages all day long, day after day, week after week, and before long, if you're not careful, they become implanted in your brain and begin to shape or warp your views. And then you're chasing someone else's view or opinion or definition of success, which 99.9% .9 of the time will be totally unfulfilling for you because guess what? It's not your view or your definition of success. Well, the crazy part is, if we really dig down to the bare bones, like super honest truth, for the vast majority of us, success does not mean six-pack abs or a supermodel body. True success is about so much more. As Lucy said, I am worth so much more than a number. This takes time, and fixing things first on the inside is truly what's most important. My friends, no diet or workout can fix what's most important. Your self-image and your relationship with yourself. Food and workouts can be a part of the solution, but they are not the solution. Recently, I heard an interview with Jonah Hill, the actor from uh, Superbad and Moneyball and Wolf of Wall Street and a bunch of other stuff. And if you've tracked his, through his career at all, you probably know that he, when he was younger and early on in his career, he was fairly overweight. And as... Somewhere along the way, he, he lost a good bit of weight, and his whole kind of image seemed to change a little bit. Um, in this interview, he talked about that. He talked about how being overweight as a child, and really for the majority of his life, had really negatively impacted him. And he began to feel pressure to lose weight from his doctor, from his mom, and just from society in general. He felt pressure to look a certain way. 
And it wasn't until years later, as he was an adult in therapy after weeks and weeks, probably months and months of therapy, that he came to the realization that what we eat and whether or not we exercise is not just about losing weight or changing the way you look. It's about self-care. Let that sink in for a minute. Because you may just breeze by it and go, oh, yeah, yeah, Corey, I know. I already knew that. I know, like, exercise and, and food and all that, that that's about self-care. I get it. I know that. But wait, hold on. Stop for a second. Please listen and understand. Let me say it in a different way, okay? Please listen and understand that what you choose to eat on a daily basis, whether or not you exercise and how you talk to yourself, all of those things are how you care for you, how you care for yourself. They're not just for losing weight. They're not just for changing how you look. All of those things are just as much for your mental health as they are for your physical health. Let me say that again, just so you don't miss it, okay? What you choose to eat on a daily basis and whether or not you exercise is as much or really more for your mental health than for your physical health. It does a few vital things. First, it begins to repair and restore your body's internal ecosystem, which positively impacts your brain. Literally, biochemically, your brain gets healthier and performs better, and you will feel better. We just think of food and workouts in terms of our muscles and fat and weight loss and all that, and we act like our brain is immune to how we treat our body. Don't we think about it? It's like, oh, I can treat my body like crap, but my brain's a totally different thing, you know? No! We, we think it's its own separate unit. And my friend, that's just not the case. So that's the first thing that happens with how we eat and with whether or not we're active and whether or not we exercise. It impacts your brain in a real chemical, biochemical way. Now, the second thing that food and exercise do in regards to your mental health is give you the opportunity to show up for yourself and repair your relationship with yourself. This is so easy to understand when you think of it in terms of two people instead of one. So let's do that, okay? Let's think of a father and a child, like a father and his son or a father and his, and his daughter, okay? Let's imagine the father time and time again says, oh, okay, I can't wait to see you when I get home from work and we'll go outside and throw the ball or I'll come, you know, play, take you to get ice cream or whatever. And then day after day, the father comes home from work late and the kid's already in the bed or day after day, the father comes home from work and he says, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm too tired. We'll do it tomorrow. Time and time and time again, the father doesn't show up for the child. Do you think this child is going to have a wonderful relationship with their father as they grow up? Do you think they're going to trust their dad? Do you think they're going to be able to bank on and depend on their dad? Let's think about it with you and a friend or maybe someone in your family, whatever. Let's imagine someone tells you, hey, I want you to know if you ever need me, I'm here for you. And then you need them and you call them and they're not there. They don't answer. They don't show up. Or they tell you. They do answer. They do say, oh, okay, when do you, okay, Tuesday at, at 5 o'clock, I'll be there. And then Tuesday at 5, they don't, they don't come. They don't show up for you. So it doesn't matter if it's a father and a child or if it's you and a friend. Essentially, what happens here is the relationship is damaged. This person has failed you. This person has lost your trust. 
and you're at a place where you probably don't even like them that much, and you're going to distance yourself from them, the relationship has to be repaired. This is exactly the way it is with us, guys. This is exactly how it is. We have to show up for ourselves. We have to repair our relationship with ourselves, rebuild the trust, and ultimately also forgive ourselves. So, what you eat and whether or not you exercise obviously does so much more for your mental health than you realize. And then when we add in how you talk to yourself, oh my, it's like this incredible synergy. This is how you not only change your body, but change your life. This one, two, three punch is so powerful. It's what everything inside my inner circle, inner circle coaching group, come on, let's get, your, get yourself together, Corey. This one, two, three punch is what everything inside my inner circle coaching group centers around. Everything we do is aimed at disconnecting the diet and exercise from weight loss and reinforcing that this is about so much more. As I've said before, when you do it right, weight loss is like a side effect. When you begin to understand that exercise and food is just as much about caring for and showing up for yourself and you're no longer obsessed with the scales, the craziest thing happens. You start to lose weight, but it's almost like it doesn't even matter as much. We see it over and over again in the group. Someone, someone will post about all of these great things happening in their life and some other big wins they had with their mindset and self-love and enjoyment of food and different things like that. And then they're like, oh yeah, also I weighed and I lost seven more pounds. So, you know, that's pretty cool too. <laughs> it's just like an afterthought. It's so awesome. Now, I want to leave you with some very specific things today, okay? I want to leave you with some very, uh, like three or four questions that I believe can really help you find some clarity around body image and diets and self-love and everything we've been discussing today. You ready? Grab your pen, get out, open up the notes section of your phone. Let's do it. Question number one, have you been trying to achieve what others view as success with your body or your diet or your workouts? Have you been trying to achieve not, not your view of success and maybe you need to peel back the layers and dig into what you think is your view of success. Is it really yours? Is it really what you want? Or is it just what you think you should want based off what you've seen from other people? Have you been trying to achieve what others view as success with your body, your diet, and your workouts? That's number one. Number two, do you somewhat take on your successes and failures as your identity? You're good if you eat good, and you're bad if you eat bad, that sort of thing. Do you make a lot of I am statements? I'm good. I'm doing good today. I'm on program today. I'm this. I'm that. Next up, number three. How is your relationship with yourself? Like, if you get super brutally honest, have you fallen into the belief that losing weight will fix that? Losing weight will fix your relationship with you. And then last but not least, the final question, has exercise and diet always been about how you look in losing weight? Has exercise and diet just been about how you look in losing weight? Have you ever had the epiphany, because that's what it is, the epiphany that food and activity is about self-care and mental health, not just losing weight? or looking good in a swimsuit. I hope you'll take the time to answer those questions. I hope you wrote those down. 
rewind, listen to it again, write them down, and I hope you'll take the time to answer them because they can really bring incredible awareness, awareness for you personally, awareness about your weight loss and health journey, and your maybe even your mental health journey. So I hope you'll do that. You know what else I hope? I hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> and I hope that you know and you never forget that you are so much more than a number. So don't let the scales dominate your headspace or dictate your emotions for the day. No, no, no. You're so much more than that. And losing weight's incredible. I love to help people lose weight. I'd love to help you lose weight. But losing weight is really like we just talked about in this episode. It's about so much more. It's about so, so much more. It's about living the life you've always wanted. Losing weight is really about gaining life. Oh, it's so good. And here's the thing. Maybe you believe in yourself. Maybe you're starting to believe in yourself and you're like, wait, this is different. I can do this. It, it is about more. This sounds cool. This sounds better. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you don't believe in yourself. And maybe you even think I'm full of crap. That's okay. You keep listening. I'll keep working on you and we will get you there. You can borrow my belief, okay? Okay. I hope you have an incredibly wonderful day. Take care, my friends. God bless. Bye-bye.